Hey, it's Backyard Conversations once again. Here's your boy, Aji. Uh, I'm here by myself today. I'm not with Timmy, but we have an excellent guest with us on the show today. Her name is Shasha, and I'm going to give you a brief introduction. Uh, she's a finance professional by day and a finance and fashion blogger at night and a baby girl always, right? <laughs> so she started a blog in 2016 as an online outlet to share her experiences on adulthood and growing up in general. In 2020, she decided to focus primarily on finance and fashion, two things she loves dearly. And when she's not working or telling you to save or invest, she's probably hanging out with family and friends or watching her favorite TV shows or sleeping or out exploring. Welcome to Backyard Conversation, Shasha. How you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Today. All right. You're welcome. Tell us what you do. Um, so I'm an accountant. I know I said finance professional, but I'm an accountant. And um, in the daytime, I crunch numbers. And um, I'm also a finance and fashion blogger. And yeah, that's kind of what I do. I share on finance. Um, on one end, I am telling you to save money. And on the other end, I show you how to style different outfits. Awesome sauce. Okay, so uh, since you, you have like a bit of experience in two Definitely similar, but not to the similar uh, areas. You want to tell yes. us first what are like the trends you're seeing in finance, and then after that, you tell us what trends you're seeing in in fashion right now. Um, trends for finance. I started with finance. I think a lot of young people are getting. I'm seeing a lot of young people getting into um, crypto. Um, a lot of people are also getting into personal finance in general, just getting a grip on it. And also changing, um, you know, how they started, like having more sources of income, stuff like that. And specifically crypto, a lot of people are getting into crypto, I'm not going to lie. Um, some people are, you know, making smart financial decisions. More people, I think, are making more or thinking in terms of that where it's like, you know, saving for a house or putting your money be, like in investments or whatever, I think our generation is definitely more educated when it comes to that stuff, and they're more cognizant and like they're asking those questions. So, yeah, those are some of the trends I see in terms of finance. Like that's just broad, specifically yeah. crypto. Yeah. And then, um, in terms of fashion, like trends, fashion trends these days, um, a lot of like comfy wear has come back. <laughs> or has come to stay there's also y2k so you know a lot of people are taking things back from what we were wearing back when we were younger and like you know totally wearing that um but comfy wear knitwear and all of that stuff has really come back and people are just i think with the pandemic and stuff people just want to be comfortable yeah. specifically since most of people are still working from home right so in terms like comfy wear has, is is making its way back um patterns too to some degree but patterns come every season so that's not really um yeah but a lot of old trend like tr um fashion trends from the 60s or 50s like you know the puffy hands on for for women's fashion sorry i didn't signify i'm specifying women's fashion it's yeah. coming back yes interesting I want to take take a step back to the, the part you mentioned about finance, mm -hmm. and so obviously we're gonna talk a bit more about crypto if, uh, later on the show. But something I've also noticed is with especially with like millennials and I think Gen Z, as in contrast to how our parents would 
put money in investment and be comfortable waiting for like three decades for yeah to get returns and they're comfortable they're semi-risk averse mm-hmm. now i feel like a lot of our peers are really keen on a couple years five years of investment because they know if nvidia is going to bank i'm going to put my money in here for a little bit and then yeah. i'll use it on something else have you noticed that oh yeah for sure like and um when i say i, I didn't want to like really expand on it but in terms of crypto and nfts and stuff i feel like when it comes to investments some people i don't want to say all but some people think it's just the way to make fast money right so quick cash right they're like so that makes a lot like people are more risk loving than like you mentioned than our parents generation um because what what happens is with more education you see like okay yes they're they like you know short term yeah it's kind of risky but long term the returns are you know so there are some people who are like yeah you know what it might be risky but i'm this i'm holding it for the long term right and then there are also some people like think for example the amc and um what's the other one amc and gamestop gamestop thing right the meme stop stocks and that like so people are just like you know trying to get more like you know quick cash like oh i'm just gonna put it and then flip and that isn't investing in my opinion that's trading not gambling no i mean like let that's trading let's just call it trading okay because i know there's a lot of people that got super hyped on on the gme like the yeah. game stop uh stocks and and they really cashed out and to them they invested right and, yeah and they got their returns and so what was it really investing though yeah well fair point fair point and so in those kind of scenarios uh with um, that kind of approach to investing, obviously, I, I feel like you would advise against it. Yeah, well, it depends. Yeah. Right. I would not tell you not to not put your money in there. Yeah. I would just say, know your risk tolerance. If you're gonna do that, be willing to lose it all. Don't go and put your tuition in there or, or your like your rent, right? I don't know why I said tuition, but <laughs> <laughs> don't go put money, your rent, your mortgage, or whatever in there, like be willing to like if you're if you're being if you're gonna trade or invest sure like be willing to lose that money right um yeah like that's what i would say i would not say don't do and also just know your risk tolerance like i I know someone who um like if you're gonna do crypto and you want to hold it for a while personally i would not say you should be checking every day because I don't do that because I just feel like a it's a attack. lot, right? You know, like today you're down by 5%. Tomorrow you're up by 10%, right? Yeah. Like, not that you're not looking at it at all, but, like... And the worst thing is, like, at least other, like, regular stocks, right? Once it's 5 p.m. E- um, EST time, you know you're done for the day, right? Like, whatever that price is, except there's, like, after hour trading or whatever. That That's the price. But when it comes to crypto, like at 7 p.m., the price could be changing, right? So, don't want to go to bed with a, like a, a heart attack or something. So, I would just say, yeah, know your risk. Like if you, if you want to, know your risk level. Don't put money that is important to you. And, um, yeah, just be very honest with yourself. Like, what am I doing here? Like, this is what I'm doing. This is, um, this is what I hope to happen. And just like with gambling, right, where you're just like, you know, 
I won't go more than five hundred dollars, right? So maybe you can also say like if put this a cap on it. Yeah, like you can also put a cap on it. That's what say. I usually do. I was gonna mention that to you. My yeah. risk tolerance is I'm willing to put twenty five percent of whatever investment money I have mm-hmm. into volatile assets. Yeah. So I have days where I'm like, all right, if I have like a like a certain amount of money, I'll put twenty five maybe crypto or yeah. just something crazy. Yeah. And then the remaining seventy five, I know I, you know, I put in more conservative portfolios. Yeah, that's that's just my way of doing it. And, mm-hmm. and yes, it's never rent money, by the way. Just, yeah. just so you know. I mean, like that—that's the most important thing. Like, under knowing yourself and like having, like you know, balance, right? Some people like know. Okay, you know what? I can monitor it. I can time it. I can time when I'm gonna get in. By when I'm gonna get out, right? <laughs> by the di- honestly, like some people are really good at that stuff. Now, will I tell them don't put your money there? No, like. Yeah. You obviously know how this is working. I don't. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely one of those guys who also checks stock market like every day. Yeah. Even even stocks I'm not invested in, like I still look just to follow the news and see what's happening. Uh, I just think it's just something I always do. Just, yeah. Like, it's a habit by now. I used to do that a lot, but yeah. not these days. I'm just tired. Like I'm like, I check once in a while, but like mm. not as much as I would love to. It's just life. Life. <laughs> Speaking of check, uh, how do how do you advise people go about checking their finance health in terms of budgeting? I wanted you to talk about like just like some pro tips and also if there's like app recommendations. If there's any apps you use, um, so pro tips in terms of budgeting, budgeting and just like managing finances, good health, oh, good, fina- good finance, finance health. health. Yeah, I think the most important thing, like in terms of everything, I think it's for you to be honest with yourself. I'll explain. I know thing, being honest with yourself is like, eh. But first of all, like, you have to be honest with yourself. Like, do you really want to change? Or, like, let's say you have bad habits, right? And you want to be better. Do you really want to change? Or they've just told you, okay, be better. And you're like, okay, fine. I'll go speak to, to an advisor or something, right? Because at that point, you're wasting everybody's time. But, like, be honest. Like, okay, you know what? I want to do this. Right, so that's like the starting point if you're honest with yourself. Then there's also being honest in terms of like, okay, I made, like, you know, I messed up. I could have done better. And having those conversations with yourself and or your accountability partner, partners or whatever, right? So just being, like, honest to say, okay, you know what? I could have done better in terms of this. I could have done this because... If you're not honest with yourself, you just find yourself making excuses, right? You went over your budget. Well, I needed to. Did you really need to? Did you really though? Yeah. So (laughs) that's really why I say, like, you know, be honest with yourself because and tell yourself the hard truth. Like, if you you know that, okay, you know what, I can save, let's say, like an additional $2,000, right? But you didn't do it. Have that conversation like you would someone, like, put yourself well sometimes I do this I put myself in like a third person and I'm talking to myself and I'm like you said you're going to do this you didn't do this why didn't you do this right and so it's just me being honest with myself and and I'm not running away or like well you know I'll deal with it later and stuff like you have to dedicate time to also looking at your finances and stuff right and then um, in terms of budget like I'm going to be honest and say that I don't know that I genuinely stick to my budget for the most part. However, I don't spend above my means. Okay. So, 
and I so this is what happens like I have a set amount this is going into savings the rest is for this is going into tithe this is going into whatever the rest is for spending now let's say I have I budgeted and these are random numbers five hundred dollars for um groceries right yeah, yeah. and let's say 200 for eating out now if i bought groceries worth like it's possible that i could buy groceries worth 300 and eat out for um 400 right so someone looking at it will be like yeah you know you didn't really stick to your budget for your grocery budget but at the end of the day i stuck to my food budget that's true you know what i mean so for for me and i'm like okay yeah but like you know as long as but then having a budget helps you because then you don't want to overspend. Like today I went grocery shopping and I told myself, I'm like, I'm not going to spend more than this. And a lot of times I say, oh, I'm not going to spend more than this. And I spend over. Yeah. But then I don't go grocery shopping for another three weeks. So, so kind of justifies it a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Or sometimes like, like today I was like, okay, even though I did spend this, a huge chunk on my bottom line is like, it's split between toiletries and groceries like cleaning items and stuff and groceries so technically it's not just groceries on its own right and yeah so i would say like when it comes to your budget like give yourself leeway too yeah be flexible right? with be it flexible i understand like you can't put everything in a, in a box yeah there's always like margin for error yeah. right oh Make yeah for that be flexible and give yourself like stick to okay i'm not gonna spend more than let's say you told yourself i'm not spending more than 2k this month i'm not spending more than 2k yeah let that be now whatever you spend the 2k on you also need to realize that if you say okay i'm not gonna spend more than 2k and you decide to go over on something opportunity cost you're gonna have to give up something else that makes sense yeah so so in that sense what are the bad money management habits that you've noticed that's like prevalent amongst people that you feel like this is there might be maybe possibly an easy fix um i mean there's the one life yolo don't know where about my future yeah <laughs> and all of that stuff um i think like for that again you need to be honest with yourself right yeah because you're honest with yourself and you say like you have like you tell yourself like you know what i really i really want to get better with my money i really want to improve my financial health right when those things come it's going to be and you you you're going to rank it and say okay you only live once versus getting better with my money which one is more important to me right so you need to actually that's why i say you have to be honest with yourself right because right. if you're honest with yourself and you're like okay i want to do better with my money why do you want it i want to be better with my money why do you want to be better with my money because i want to buy a house why do you want to buy a house because like and you find out okay it's for me or, or whatever and like your your foundation is really strong when yolo comes through all you just have to do is like okay I really want to be better with my money, right? And then that kind of helps. I think that that has really helped me, and it, it's also helped. Like, I know some of the people I've I've, I've worked with, they say it, it has helped them to where it's like, like I ask you when when I used to have my savings challenge, I would ask like, why are you saving, right? Because your why 
mm. influences a lot of things. And on days when it's tougher, you need to think about your why. That's true. Because I believe if you want something, you can have it, but it only depends on how badly you want badly it. You want. I yeah. agree. I agree. I feel like I've bombarded you with a lot of like finance questions and I missed out on a lot of uh, fashion questions. And I wanted to ask, it's winter here right now. Yeah. All right, pause. Full disclosure, this episode was recorded in the winter. That said, everything you hear from here on out is applicable and pretty much timeless. Enjoy. All right, back to the episode. And there's a tendency to layer up when you're going outside because you don't want to freeze your butt off. Yeah. But how would you, what kind of styles are you, you know, looking at or sharing with people around you on how to stay stylish and keep warm? Ooh, that's a good question because I'm still trying to figure it out. So, <laughs> Look like, at me. I have my Eddie Bauer. Like, I was about to head out yeah. and I was like, just so bulky. And... Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, it does look cute. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty fashionable. I do have my puffer in the corner too. But, um, so I would say for me, what I do to, you know, kind of feel cute is I wear a really nice outfit. Like, if I'm going through my mind to wear something nice. Okay. You know? Um, and then I can, like, layer up with whatever. So right? you think about the look, then you think about the warmth. Yeah. So, so I, I think In that about, order. Yeah. Okay. Like, so for example, today, when I when I went out earlier on, I had a one hand, I wore a one hand shirt. Okay. And a pair of jeans and stuff. But then I wore a sweater on top of it and then a coat. And I also had thigh-high boots. Now, that was not, like, that was a very cute, like, it was warm. Because, you know, like, I did have the layering and stuff to help. And the boots, yeah. And the boots. But, like, it was also deeply uncomfortable, kind of. That's why I had to change before I came. Oh, uh, so does it make, yeah. it make it harder to move around, to be more no, nimble? Like, the pants were really tight, so it was, like, really harder. And I was, and I think also because I was, like, doing more than normal. Like, I was really rushing at the grocery store because I was, like, I have to be here at this time. Yeah. So, like, I was, like, oh, yeah, 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 just running and stuff. So, it was a little more uncomfortable than normally you should have been, which is fine. So, I would say, um, first of all, like, have your outfit in mind. Okay. Because when you, when you go for dinner or whatever, you're still, like... If you're going somewhere warm, you're going to take it off. And then you can feel cute and like, oh, you're wearing something nice, right? Then another thing I would say is, even if it's just one item, include something in your outfit that is a statement piece. Hmm. It could be a scarf. It could be a head warmer. It could be your shoes, right? So you just have that statement piece that, you know, where you're just like feeling, yeah, I do look nice. I'll give an example. For example, I have this multicolored, I have a lot of scarves, kind of, they're, they're warm and stuff. And I have this multicolored one that is yellow on one side and red on the other. And whenever I'm wearing like a doll outfit and stuff, I throw it on and it just like makes my outfit pop. Right. Is, it, is it multicolored, really colorful? It's yellow, so it's, it's pretty bright. bright so one side is mustard yellow and the yeah. other side is red, so I can pick whichever side I want. Yes. But like that just like makes my outfit pop, right? And then I would also say, like, for me, I like wearing color. So if you can, 
yeah try and get like colorful coats and stuff just because for me how i dress is influenced by my mood Hmm. right so if i'm not feeling to some degree right if i'm if i want to feel really good and stuff i'll wear something nice right i keep an eye out to see when you wear the bright colors now Um, it's not all the time not all the time not all the time okay but like some days when I'm like you know I'm gonna dress up today yeah I'm gonna wear a bright color I have a yellow coat a very bright yellow coat that I wear yeah, yeah. I know especially with like melanated people yellows always pop in and so I kind of like yellow I wish I had more yellow outfits by the way but yeah. I can't get any yellow pants because I end up looking like a banana or something <laughs> um, I mean I do bright yellow yeah would look nice on you oh yeah yeah I'm gonna try that Bright, bright yellow I'll send you a picture bright yellow with a colorful shirt in the summer and then like a sweater that you just hang on oh, and nice. stuff like a like uh, Carlton Banks from Fresh Prince I didn't watch Fresh Prince no, no. okay I'm gonna have to people are gonna come for you in the comment section that's okay <laughs> <laughs> and we have to we have to get you on Fresh Prince ASAP I don't think she's in Fresh Prince either, but we'll talk about that later um, yeah I know I mentioned apps earlier I, oh, use, yeah. I use mint sometimes. Same. However, I've heard so many good things about you need a budget, YNAB. Mm. And it's a paid app, and the prices are going up again this December. I don't know if you've heard about it, if you've used it, but what are the apps besides mint do you recommend? Um, So I remember you need, like, I know I did, like, so I use mint yeah. too. Um, Wait, hold on, sorry. I have, like, something on my, on my, um, Instagram for that. I just don't remember. Like I see all of them. I just don't remember what they're called. So there's you need a budget. I didn't know it was paid. It is a subscription model. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, I downloaded all of them, but this was like two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's been a while. And then I did kind of play around before I picked one. Yeah. So I don't know that I'll be giving factual information. Um, My issue with Mint is that a company that owns it, Intuit, yeah. They also own Credit Karma. Oh. And they also own TurboTax. Oh. And so it feels very monopolistic to me that they yeah. will have, because TurboTax has your social insurance number and social security number. Yeah. Intuit, Intuit your email address email. and everything. Yeah. And then uh, Mint, the same thing. Credit Karma, credit your credit karma. history. Yeah. So I feel like, why am I giving all this much data to, to one, one person? Yeah. It's one company. And so that's my fear with using Mint. Even though I know right they now, also own QuickBooks into it and stuff. I know like they're really into yep, yep. yeah. So it's it's such a cabal. I feel like yeah. we need alternatives. Okay, so there's Wally. Okay, how's that spelled? W A L L Y. Okay, Wally. There's Clio, C L E O. Yeah. There's Daily Budget. There's Pocket Guard. Pocket Guard. Yes. Nice. So those, but I use Mint. And honestly, like, I know a lot of people complain that, you know, Mint is linked to a lot of things, right? If you have security issues, you can always go the old-fashioned way. In addition to using Mint, I don't connect it to my investment accounts either. Okay. Oh, why is that? It just never connected, and I didn't bother. Oh, yeah. okay. I mean, for me, I think it kind of works uh, with a lot of accounts, because I had it in the U.S. before I moved out here. So I just kept adding more accounts to it. Yeah. Like, like right now, it doesn't even connect like the Apple Card or whatever, but it connects to some Wealth Simple and Robinhood and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, it connects to some Wealth Simple, not all. Like, 
doesn't connect to my quest tree, but that's fine because I still have my traditional spreadsheet nice. that I use. Old school. Um, yeah, because I'm very old school, and also because maybe the accountant in me likes normalizing my spending. You know what I mean? So like, if let's say it's my birthday month, right, or Christmas, I'm gonna take out Christmas-related stuff from my regular budget to see how much I actually really did spend right. regardless of Christmas or not. Then I can also add that too. And then sometimes I just need to recategorize things, right? Because sometimes, let's say for example, you go to Walmart and then you buy every, like you buy household items and um, medication and groceries. It's just one bill. And it ought, like, I mean, Mint does give you the option to split it. Yeah. But I just feel like that's a lot of work. So... I use my spreadsheet. Yeah. And you can download CSV files from Mint yeah. and have them feed into your spreadsheet. Oh, I haven't tried that. That's interesting. So. That sounds good. Oh, man. Thank you for blessing us with all this knowledge. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. I just feel like I haven't added enough, like said a lot of things. Oh, no. That are you new. have. And I feel like this is just part one because I'm definitely going to make sure you come back and, okay. and uh, update us in case you change apps or maybe we need tips for like fall, spring, summer. Uh, you know fashion and you hook us up okay. you know and things like that but yeah where can we find you are you on the gram twitter website yes everywhere it's awashasha so a-w-a-h-s-h-a-s-h-a okay so instagram awashasha twitter awashasha tiktok yeah. pinterest nice. facebook my website is www.awashasha.com. So everywhere is yeah. awashasha. All right, you heard that. Um, so I'm sure you have your link in your bio on your Instagram, right? Yes, I do. So just people can just go on your IG and just navigate straight to the website. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, Thank pleasure. you again for coming to the show. Thank you for having me. And yes, we're definitely going to have you again. Okay. All right, thanks. Thanks. Bye. All right, that's our episode with Shasha. As you heard, it was a pretty insightful one. I'm sure this is one of those ones you can always come back to and give a listen every now and then if you want to look back at what you know we talked about and see if you can refresh your memory on things that haven't said. As always, this is Backyard Conversations. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, see you in the next one. <laughs>